Weaknesses in Crowley's practice of sex magic, a sexual exaltation of the female principle of power in the universe, known in Sanskrit as Shakti. The armchair magician, the world is filled with people who have devoured a thousand magical books and yet have never performed a single genuine act of magic. Now it is called the internet magician, doing nothing but talking about it a lot online. It concerns the adventures of one Vashishtha, emulated as the austere epitome of the yogi revered by orthodox Hindus. Vashishtha, a wise Brahmin, is utterly respectable, sober, and law-abiding, embodying the very essence of adherence to convention and world negation. For 6,000 years, he has lived the agonizing life of a self-torturing ascetic, a paragon of sexless, desire-free virtue, meditating faithfully and in perfect accordance with Hindu rules and regulations. And yet, despite all of his strict asceticism and sanctity, the object of his devotion, the great goddess, has never deigned to appear to him. The great goddess finally appears to the sage in one of her many Shakti forms of Saraswati, only to provide him with the disconcerting news that he has completely wasted the past 6,000 years meditating according to the Vedic laws of solemnity and bodily denial. Through the celebration of sexual rites with the Buddhas and chanting consorts, Vashishtha achieves direct contact with the great goddess, she who has for so long eluded him. In one flash of protracted, supernal delight, his body yoked to the body of the great goddess in human form, the sage instantly attains the liberation he sought in vain through self-denial for so many thousands of years. The key, the liberation is in the full embrace of life. Extracted from the quaint imagery and regional specifics, the story of the sage Vashishtha outlines the journey that awaits every magician of the left-hand path. All who walk the sinister way travel from the familiar land of his or her original provenance to a mysterious territory where all known conventions are reversed and sexual ecstasy is revealed as the great awakening force. In defiance of every Puritan cult that would bridle the exalted power of Eros, the adepts of the left-hand path embrace unconditioned freedom. I've just lost all the Christian sexual repressed who have just rushed to dislike this video, because they have been well castrated by their mommies. The transformation of human consciousness to divine consciousness via the manipulation of the sexual currents of the physical and subtle bodies through erotic rites. During the act, something more than ordinary intercourse occurs, a magical exchange takes place, a transference of power transmitted through the subtle vehicles of desire, attraction and erotic fusion. And now I've lost the last Christians who weren't already completely triggered by this video now they are. I'm an horrible person. Man is God. One of the glaring weaknesses in Crowley's practice of sex magic is his apparent inability to transcend his need to be a very bad boy. Breaking taboos is of course important to left-hand path initiation, but the beast, for all his talk of liberation, seems stuck in the futile recreation of the initial transgression of taboo, which is only a preliminary step in self-deification. It is doubtful that he ever erased the sense of sin. He inherited from his puritanical family how deeply the sense of sin was embedded in Crowley's psychosexual programming, despite all outward appearances, can be ascertained by the curious fact that he maintained that sex performed for any other reasons than the great work of initiation was immoral. Despite his seemingly sincere conviction that homosexual anal sex allowed for the zenith of magical attainment, he wrote reprovingly in his magical record of the beast that, homosexuality is an infirmity, elsewhere, he condemned any act of male-to-male -male sodomy dedicated not to magic but for pleasure alone as abominable. Duh. A moral infirmity abominable, one would hear a Christian, sexuality is the expression of polarity, the yin and yang, Shiva and Shakti, the rose and the cross, and so on.
I know that for you religious people, living in the abstract, it is very hard to admit, but you are a body of flesh and blood, and despite the lingering confusion that would label Crowley a Satanist, a full study of his work makes it evident that he is much more of a Gnostic Christian, he is. Crowley was an honest man, but educated Christian. What the Old and New Testaments so zealously condemn, Crowley's Book of the Law just as devoutly makes mandatory. But both extremes are informed by the same autocratic spirit of, Thou shalt not, a spirit that cannot be reconciled Why? Th left-hand path liberation from all such hallucinatory commandments. True, left-hand path is true liberation, but it also means destruction of the illusions so don't, hold anything back, are you ready? One commonly held, but erroneous, belief about sex magic, left-hand path or otherwise, is that its practice consists of nothing more than making a strong wish focused upon during orgasm. It cannot compare to the far more essential left-hand path methods of sexual illumination, such as kundalini, that reshape consciousness to supernal levels of realization that entirely transcend the puerile, wishing well, model of popular sex magic.